Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Eastbound 7 from Berlin Turnpike toward Route 9, but the crash was cleared out of the roadway. On the Beltway, the interloop near Arena Drive and Medical Center Drive is a report of a wreck. Outer loop topside is slow from 95 all the way around past 29 Colesville Road with the lanes open. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. The 7 News First Alert forecast from meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Other than a few early morning sprinkles, it's going to be a mainly dry day, but the winds will be the story, as will be the colder air. Those winds will howl out of the northwest, 10 to 15, with some gusts to 25, and that'll be ushering in some cooler temperatures. Mid-40s through the afternoon with some sunshine, but there will be that chill factor. Overnight, temperatures will slip back into the 30s. It does look like tomorrow will be another cool day with temperatures in the mid-40s. Hang in there, because by the end of the week, we're starting to warm it up. Mid-50s for Friday with dry conditions. Pushing 60 by Saturday. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures now 38 in both Tysons and Potomac. We have 41 in L'Enfant Plaza. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up. New details about the man at the center of the Arlington House explosion investigation. I'm Neil Eugenstein. A teenager being charged as an adult in the carjacking of an FBI agent. Journalists plan a strike amid contract negotiations at the Washington Post. I'm Luke Lukert. It's costing couples a lot more to say I do in D.C. I'm Mike Marilla. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin with a deadly shooting spree in Texas. Police say a suspect's been taken into custody and charged with capital murder after six people were killed in two different cities. Austin's interim police chief, Robin Henderson. We are working with other law enforcement agencies, including the Bear County Sheriff's Office, as the incident that occurred in their jurisdiction may also be related. Police say a man in his 30s has links to a house in San Antonio where two people were killed before he headed north to Austin and allegedly shot four more. President Biden's told supporters at a fundraiser near Boston his decision to run for a second term was determined by Donald Trump. Mr. Biden says his hand was forced to try to prevent the former president from another four years in the White House. Republican presidential candidates Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie will hold their fourth debate, this time in Alabama, on News Nation tonight. Once again, the front runner Donald Trump won't be there. He plans to attend a fundraiser in Florida during the debate. Eric Erickson hosts a conservative talk show on WSB Radio in Atlanta. Many of them like him. He doesn't need to be on that stage. The only thing that comes from that stage is risk for Trump. Erickson expects surging candidate Haley to be in the crossfire tonight and says Christie is running out of time to make a case for his candidacy. Christopher Cruz, CBS News. The Israeli military is vowing to press on with an offensive in the heart of southern Gaza's largest city, Khan Yunus, despite a deepening humanitarian crisis there. Correspondent Cammy McCormick. Israeli military spokesman Daniel Hagari. We have not lost sight of our critical mission 
to rescue our hostages. Israel is calling on the international community to help win their freedom. Every minute in Hamas captivity endangers their lives. Britain's former Prime Minister Boris Johnson is apologizing for mistakes made during the pandemic. I am deeply sorry for the pain and the loss and the suffering of those victims and, and their families. He resigned in disgrace after a series of scandals that included booze-fueled parties at 10 Downing Street during lockdowns. Does regular exercise help you live longer? CBS's Vicki Barker says a new study casts doubt on that. Blood samples from more than 11,000 same-sex twins in Finland studied for five decades found the most physically active and the least active groups actually showed the most signs of biological aging compared with those in the middle who engaged in moderate exercise. S&P futures are up eight. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on Wednesday, December the 6th. 37 degrees, a few sprinkles possible. Highs in the mid-40s. Rain is moving out this morning. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Mark Lewis. With the top local stories we're following this hour, a search for answers continues today as officials try to piece together what led to a major house explosion and fire in Arlington Monday evening. We're learning more now about the man police say that police were serving with a search warrant, 56-year-old James Yu, whom police uh, think died in that explosion. In the past five years, court records show James Yu filed four federal lawsuits and all were dismissed as frivolous. In 2018, Yu sued his then-wife, younger sister, and a hospital in New York where he said he was committed against his will. He said he was surveilled, harassed, and threatened with the goal of inflicting emotional distress. The 163-page suit that Yu filed himself included photos, medical records, receipts, and an email he described as his will. Yu denied any thoughts of suicide or prior depression, but the judge threw out the suit, saying the allegations are clearly the product of delusion or fantasy. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. A 17-year-old is under arrest, charged as an adult in connection with last week's carjacking of an FBI agent in D.C. Authorities say two carjackers pulled a gun and knocked the agent to the ground along 12th Street near Lincoln Park in Northeast last Wednesday. The victim says she wrestled with the attackers before they took her phone and keys and drove off in her vehicle, which had FBI-issued ammunition in the trunk. Less than an hour later, police say they found the car, recovered her cell phone, but the agent said some of her ammunition was missing from the car, An anonymous tip and eyewitness accounts led authorities to the 17-year-old. A search continues for a second suspect. Unionized journalists and other staffers at the Washington Post are preparing to go on strike for 24 hours. Around 700 reporters, editors, photographers, and other staff will walk out tomorrow for the whole day. The Post's union claims management has been negotiating in bad faith for the past year and a half over contracts and at the same time have laid off 40 people. They're also looking for voluntary buyouts of another 240 staff. Staff in D.C. plan to picket in front of their K Street D.C. headquarters from 8 a.m. until midnight. The paper 
is projecting to end the year with a $100 million loss. Former publisher of the Wall Street Journal, Will Lewis, is expected to take over management of the Post in January. Luke Luger, WTOP News. It is unclear what disruptions may come from this walkout. Managers at the Post have yet to comment about the strike. Deladon on the drive, the attack, and the finish! Elena Deladon! Washington Mystic Star Center, Elena Deladon, scoring her own wine brand, launching Deladon Wines, making it the first ever wine brand by a WNBA star. The wine is a 2021 Willamette Pinot. All proceeds will go equally to the Elena Deladon Foundation and the DD Entrepreneurial Foundation, benefiting Lyme disease research and supporting female entrepreneurs. It's now available on the DD Project Wines website for $49.99. The cost of getting hitched continues to rise, especially if you want a wedding either in or close to D.C. A yes to that, followed by a D.C. wedding, will cost you. Things are definitely more expensive than they were before COVID. Wedding planner Michelle Palmer with Event Planning D.C. says staffing shortages since COVID, inflation as well, are playing a role in the prices. Venue costs are going up, you know, and the catering costs, same thing. The cost of food everywhere is more expensive. She says many couples in D.C. and close to it spend around $125,000 for a wedding, if that's too much. If they're really stuck on a budget, I will help them find, like, in another state if I have to. For those who want the dream wedding still, they may wait an extra year or two to save up more money for it. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP and Money News. It is student aid season. At least look to see if your kids qualify. I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Another check of traffic and weather on the 8th. Rita Kessler is up first with traffic. And we have an update on the situation on the inbound 14th Street Bridge. The crash cleared. The lanes are open. Delays remain. Northbound 395 coming from the Pentagon. Headed across the 14th Street Bridge. Eastbound 66 before 234 Business Sudley Road. The left side remains blocked with the crash. Also watch for the glass debris in the roadway. That is now a backup from the Prince William Parkway. But after that, it looks good until about after the Fairfax County Parkway. That's where it just starts to slow a volume delay approaching and passing Route 50. Uh, eastbound 7 was still seeing some delays from Berlin Turnpike toward Route 9, even though that earlier wreck has cleared. If you're in Maryland along I-7, that delay eastbound is almost out of Newmarket now. Trying to head past uh, 27 in Mount Area, the left side of the roadway remains blocked with that crash. It was southbound 29 before 216. A broken down vehicle and police had been crowding the left lane. So keep an eye out in case that is still the case. Then you're seeing delays southbound coming out of White Oak near New Hampshire Avenue, headed toward University Boulevard and the Beltway uh, in the area of the, uh, after Northwest Branch. You may have some crash activity along 29. Now on the Beltway, the Interloop after 214 Central Avenue. That's a wreck along the left side. Uh, you'll also find the outer loop of the Beltway. Just delays coming off of 95 around past 29 Colesville Road with the lanes open. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members 
members of the armed forces, DOD, veterans and their families, are members of the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. The 7 News First Alert Forecast from Brian Vandegraaff. Tracking clouds and some sunshine mixed together, maybe a few early sprinkles, but the moisture is somewhat limited here with the system swinging through early here in the day. We are looking at some changes to the pattern through the afternoon as some sunshine will break through, but the winds will howl out of the north-northwest. Mid-40s will feel like 30s at times. Speaking of 30s, that's where we're headed overnight with just a few scattered clouds. It'll be cold. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds for your Thursday, keeping it cool in the mid-40s, but hang in there mid-50s by the time we get to Friday, pushing 60 on Saturday. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 39 in Annandale, 36 in Germantown, 38 now in DuPont Circle. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 710 on WTOP Money News at 10 and 40. The airline industry is projecting record travel for next year, but still faces challenges due to limited capacity and costs. The International Air Transport Association expects net profits uh, above to uh, $25 billion next year with a profit margin of only 2.7%. Director General Willie Walsh says increases post-pandemic are a tribute to aviation's resilience. 4.7 billion people are expected to travel, exceeding the pre-pandemic record of 4.5 billion in 2019. If your kid is a high school senior, now is the time to check out financial aid offers. WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says many families leave aid on the table. The free application for federal student aid form will be available on or before December 31st. In addition to student loans, it also has work studies and grants, which don't need to be repaid. High school graduates miss out on billions of dollars in grants because they don't fill out the form. Many families mistakenly assume they won't qualify for financial aid and don't even bother to apply. This report is sponsored by Pepco.com slash more than energy. Who works hard every day to keep energy affordable, reliable, and sustainable for their customers? It's how they deliver more than energy. Learn more at Pepco.com slash more than energy. Up ahead on WTOP, a closed door meeting between local officials and federal officials about crime in the district. It's 712. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Chris Townsend, the vice president of U.S. Public Sector Sales at Elastic, says agencies have to take search to the data rather than bring the data to the search tools. The thinking for a long time is, hey, we have to bring all this data back to a common data store or a centralized location and search it in that way. And it's just not practical for a lot of our large, complex public sector customers. You know, you hear the DOD talk a lot now about their data mesh strategy, right? And the idea of data mesh is to be able to take the analytics and the search to the data where the data resides and then bring just the relevant information back. If you look at CIS's decision to standardize an elastic on the CDM dashboard, for example, you have 200 disparate agencies. You want to be able to do that data analysis at those agencies and just bring the relevant information back to the CDM dashboard. Let Elastic, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. Leadership today, especially within the federal workforce, is being tested more than ever before. As the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency's Chief People Officer, Elizabeth Comstetter sees a focus on people as absolutely crucial to her leadership style. 
Comstetter joined Shane Canfield, WEPA CEO, to reflect on her years of experience leading in the federal human capital space. I think we all know that culture is really driven by leadership and the, the behaviors that we allow and we reinforce in our leaders. So we really work at making sure that our leaders are bringing out the best in their people every day. So again, that they feel they can bring their voice, especially an opinion that might not go along with the majority of a group, so that we get that diverse perspective, we get those different ideas and experiences. Find the full podcast and future episodes of Lessons in Leadership on the Federal News Network app and anywhere you enjoy your podcast. Coming up, the Maryland Terrapins look to bounce back in their Big Ten home opener. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. The future depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the backbone of the global economy, and America should lead the development and manufacturing of this century's most essential technology. We can't risk another chip supply chain failure that creates shortages. America needs to lead in chips, and American chip leadership starts with Intel. Our innovations help the United States lead in critical industries like medicine, transportation, and defense. And Intel's essential research and development is done right here in America. With support from the CHIPS Act, we're investing $100 billion over five years, expanding America's ability to build leading-edge chips. That's good for America's security, prosperity, and jobs. Intel's investments are putting America back on the path to technology leadership. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. By now, you know that Vehicles for Change is the best place to donate your car. You maximize your tax deduction and your car may be provided to a local family so they can get a job and their children after school activities. And your car will be part of our training program for formerly incarcerated individuals. The end of the tax year is fast approaching. Now is the best time to make that donation. You will make this a wonderful holiday for a worthy family and maximize your tax deduction. Donate your car at vehiclesforchange.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 7-15. I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Michelle Bash. Happening today, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith will meet with members of Congress behind closed doors. On the agenda, talks about how federal authorities can help the city fight crime. The meeting confirmed by a spokesperson at the House Oversight Committee signals a more diplomatic approach to an issue that's repeatedly pitted federal legislators against local ones. Twice this year, Congress has voted to block D.C. bills amid concerns about public safety. Hearings proved fertile ground for House Republicans to paint Democratic leadership as unequipped to address crime. Both sides are hoping to make progress as the city is on track to finish this year with more homicides per year, dating back to 1997. Now that George Santos has been removed from Congress, an election for his replacement has been set. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says a special election will be held Tuesday, February 13th to replace George Santos. The 3rd Congressional District represents parts of the Queensborough of New York City as well as Long Island. It could be an opportunity for Democrats to pick up a seat in a district that voted for President Biden in the last election. Santos was removed from office last week, becoming just the sixth member of the House and the first Republican to be expelled from their seat. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. You may not make it all the way to the North Pole this winter. However, you can stay at one of Santa's homes. 
Every year we all wait for Santa Claus to visit our homes, eat our cookies, and leave us gifts. But now you can crash at his place. Airbnb is inviting a family to spend three nights at Santa's cabin in Finland later this month. It's free with meals and possible airfare included. But there's a bit of a catch. You could be put to work. Airbnb says guests can volunteer at Santa's post office nearby and like his elves, help sort through thousands of Christmas letters from kids all over the world. Bookings start next week. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Here's a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A teen suspect wanted for the armed carjacking of an FBI agent in D.C., now under arrest. Israel says its soldiers are inside Gaza's second largest city to root out Hamas. And staffers at the Washington Post are planning a major walkout tomorrow. Full details on these stories just minutes away. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, we have an update for the situation on 66 in Manassas. This is eastbound 66. The delays from the Prince William Parkway headed to a point before 234 business. Uh, that was the crash that had been along the left side. Then they temporarily stopped traffic to move everything over to the right side. So now everything is over on the right shoulder. Travel lanes have been completely reopened and things are starting to move again. But it is going to take a bit for that delay to ease. Then a delay after the Fairfax County Parkway headed toward 123. Uh, if you're on northbound 395, those delays are in Springfield to Edsel Road from Duke Street to Seminary and then from the Pentagon headed across the 14th Street Bridge. Now the crash is cleared, so the delay stretches now all the way across the Case Bridge onto the southeast side. Southwest Freeway. If you're in Maryland, eastbound I-70 near 27 in Mount Airy, the two right lanes were getting by that wreck. That delay was out of Newmarket. Northbound 210 after Swan Creek Road and Livingston Road. The left lane was blocked with a broken down vehicle. Last check, there was no help with it. While Pennsylvania Avenue at Woodyard Road was a report of a wreck. On the Beltway, outer loop topside delays coming off of 95 headed around toward Georgia Avenue. Uh, the inner loop of the Beltway after 214 Central Avenue. Avenue. That wreck was reported along the left side with delays before 202, but also an outer loop rubbernecking delay after Pennsylvania Avenue headed past the scene. Those lanes should be open. Inner loop in Prince George's County slows from St. Barnabas toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge and on to I-295 headed past Laboratory Road. This holiday season, open the door to hope with a night of shelter, meals, and care at Central Union Mission. Make your gift now at missiondc.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Time to ring in 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff as we check the 7 News First Alert forecast. How's it looking today? Well, Mark, it's going to be a breezy day uh, through the afternoon and some chilly temperatures as well. We're tracking a few little light sprinkles pushing across the metros, particularly south and east from Bowie, Annapolis, Chesapeake Beach, La Plata, down towards Fredericksburg. A few little light sprinkles and off to the west, a few flurries flying along the ridgetops of the mountains out along the uh, Skyline Drive area. But once we get through the mid-morning here, I think it's just going to be a mix of clouds and sunshine and some cool breezes as temperatures try to get into low to mid-40s. But with winds out of the north-northwest, 10 to 15 with some gusts to 20, 25 miles per hour. It'll be rather brisk throughout the midday and afternoon, so dress warmly. It will be a chilly one headed our way. Now, into the evening, temperatures will slip back into the 30s, so another cold night headed our way. In fact, even some 20s in the burbs. Some frost on the windshield tomorrow morning for some neighborhoods, so keep that in mind. And then for tomorrow afternoon, more of the same. In and out of the clouds with mid-40s. Not quite as windy, so it'll be a little bit of a saving grace. And then for Friday, mid-50s, sunshine, gorgeous, perfect for outdoor activities. Saturday, mid to upper 50s, sunshine, gorgeous. Yeah, liking this pattern. 
However, it's not all weekend long because Sunday we are tracking uh, another weather maker that's going to bring some rain. It'd be warm and almost maybe muggy outside at times. Low to mid-60s for highs on Sunday with some showers, potentially up to an inch of rain or so. It'll be a soggy Sunday in the DMV. Currently outside right now in, uh, let's see, Hagerstown, 37 degrees. Right now in Burke, it is 38. It is 39 right now in Chesapeake Beach. And it's brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Up ahead, charges have been reduced against a uh, pilot who tried to cut the engines of a flight he was on. It's 722. At the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program, we're helping you spend less on your prescriptions. With the FEP Medicare Prescription Drug Program, eligible members with Medicare can pay lower out-of-pocket costs for higher-cost drugs and get additional approved prescription drugs than our traditional pharmacy benefit, all with the same FEP premium. There's even a cap on the amount you pay out-of-pocket on prescriptions each year, helping you save money. That's the benefit of Blue. Learn more at fepblue.org slash MedicareRx. Through Project Up, Comcast is helping to build a future of unlimited possibilities. From connecting people to the internet to opening doors for the next generation of innovators, entrepreneurs, and storytellers. Our goal is to create a future that benefits generations to come. That's why we're committing $1 billion to reach tens of millions of people with the skills, resources, and opportunities they need to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. Don't miss Frozen, the musical audiences and critics are melting for. This is your chance to embrace the magic, celebrate friendship, share the joy, and let it go like never before. Disney's Frozen comes to the Kennedy Center Opera House December 20th to January 21st. Don't be left out in the cold. Tickets on sale now at kennedy-center.org. This is WTOP News. It's 723. After years of complaints from residents about speeding drivers, the speed limit has been lowered on a stretch of road in Montgomery County. The Maryland State Highway Administration has been studying this stretch of Massachusetts Avenue between Sangamore Road and Westmoreland Circle since 2019. But Eric Florence with the agency says the pandemic delayed any action. Now the speed limit has been changed from 35 to 30. Florence explains that decision was made after reviewing driving patterns along the road. Elizabeth Deedle, who didn't want to be recorded but lives nearby, tells WTOP drivers slow down around the circle but then speed up again when the roads become straight. She says cars zip around her when she's making a left turn onto her street. In Montgomery County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The former pilot accused of trying to cut the engines of a Horizon Air flight has been indicted on 84 endangerment charges and is no longer charged with attempted murder. Defense attorneys for Joseph Emerson welcomed the grand jury's decision, saying he never intended to put anyone at risk. They say Emerson just wanted to return home to his family. Prosecutors say he tried to cut the engines in October while riding in the extra seat in the cockpit. He told police he had been struggling with depression and had not slept in more than 40 hours prior and had taken psychedelic mushrooms. Here's today's federal headlines report presented by Centera Health Plans. To learn more, visit SenteraHealthPlans.com. Slash Peter Cerulean, here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. 
The Homeland Security Department normally ranks near the bottom of the best places to work in government, according to the annual Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey. But in 2023, there was a 6% jump in overall job satisfaction. That's three times the government-wide average increase. And the Government Accountability Office is bringing in new leadership for its work in science and technology. 